welcome, Christian Israel, all you teeny boppers. <laughs> There's a note in the chat room here at Eurofolk Radio. The death of the hipster subculture. Well, actually, it isn't dead. What we really have here is those teeny boppers of the 1960s have never grown up. Okay, they've been brainwashed from the day they, first day they went to school. The 1960s were the beginning of the Jewish subculture uh, takeover of America. The anti-Christian, anti-biblical, anti-everything good uh, assault on America. And they used the Vietnam War as a cover to infiltrate our society even worse than it was. Of course, that's also the era of the televangelists, another way of subverting our culture you know, taking us away from true Christianity to Judeo-Christianity via the Israeli state. Really horrible developments. Okay, uh, uh, DPQ007, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, there are white nationalist lawyers out there. I would have to uh, make a note of it. I can't uh, look it up today because I have a, a uh, an assembly in Springfield, but uh, common law lawyer. That would be uh, difficult, but I'll keep that in mind. I'll I'll see if I can get to that today. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be doing Proverbs chapter 18. And I've been using my eSword program, which has the King James Version and I really don't like the King James Version. It's convenient to have it on my computer. But today I'm going to be using my book of the Jerusalem Bible, which I consider to be far superior in the translation. The only error the Jerusalem Bible makes, as far as I'm concerned, is that it uses the word Jew for Judahites, when it should say Judahite. And the scriptures that are published in South Africa, they have changed their Bible to read Judahite in the Old Testament, Judean in the New Testament, and have eliminated Gentile in favor of nation. Or in some cases, it'll talk about which nation it is, because sometimes the word Gentile will be referring to Israelites, in fact, it's almost 90% of the time that the word Gentile is falsely translated because that's all, it should be Israelite, Israelite nations or the dispersed Israelites. That is the reality of the scriptures. But of course, since the advent of the Schofield Reference Bible and the equation of Jew with Israel, the, the Bible has been thoroughly distorted by uh, both translation and interpretation false interpretation. So let's get started here. Uh, This is, again, the Jerusalem Bible, Proverbs 18, verse 1. Who lives by himself follows his own whim. He is angered by advice of any kind. (laughs) Okay, so all you loners out there, don't, don't be angered by advice. People give you advice for your own good, right? No, I don't need any advice. Verse 2, the fool has no love for reflection, but only for airing his opinion. (laughs) Okay, 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you should you should be, be a good listener. Yeah, you should be a good listener. Okay. When wickedness comes, contempt comes too, and with disgrace, dishonor. Well, again, if you're if you're a loner, and this is why you should get married, <laughs> so you have somebody to bounce your ideas off of. <laughs> okay, uh, let's continue. Deep waters, such are the words of man, a swelling torrent, a fountain of life. Well, yeah, I mean, talk about uh, never-ending ideas, and sometimes great ideas, sometimes horrible ideas. It is not good to show partiality for the wicked, and so to deprive the virtuous when giving judgment, for sure. Uh, Tell me about it. Uh, Try try getting uh, justice in today's Jew-run court system. The lips of the fool draw him into arguments, and his mouth pleads for a beating. (laughs) I love it. You're cruising for a bruising, man. The mouth of the fool works his own ruin. His lips are a snare for his own life. Yep, yep, he may say something really stupid, foolish, and insulting, and anger somebody to the point where fisticuffs ensue. The words of a tale-bearer are tasty morsels that go right down into the belly. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, let me hear some more rumors. The, The juicier, the better. The man who is idle at work is blood brother to the destroyer. Whoa, that's a good one. So all those blacks uh, lounging around at work, yeah, they're being hired by the Jews to destroy us. The name of Yahweh is a strong tower. The virtuous man runs to it and is secure. Not God. God is Elohim. Yahweh is his name. All the rest are mere titles. The rich man's wealth is his stronghold, a high wall, as he supposes. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you can lose it overnight. I can't tell you how many times uh, when I was working in Chicago, I had very rich customers who put all their money, or at least half their money, in the stock market. And uh, you know, then 2008 came along, right? Oh, no, lost half my money. Yeah. You shouldn't, it's, it's a it's a racket. It's a racket. It's not a business. The human heart is haughty until destruction comes. Humility goes before honor. Okay, yeah, well, when you lose everything, then, uh, then your hauteur leaves. To retort without first listening is folly to work one's own confusion. That is Proverbs 18. 13, something we can live by. To retort without first listening is folly to work one's own confusion. Well, uh, Whoopi Goldberg found that out, right? When she judged that song by Jason Aldean, never even listened to the lyrics. It's, oh, that's racist. He's he's an evil bigot. She, She never even listened to the song. 
and judgment. But so many people prejudge things that they have no knowledge of. It's incredible. Just about everybody does it. Nobody takes the time to really investigate. And so, well, 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 it's everywhere. Prejudgment. Judging without knowing what the hell you're talking about. Okay, let's continue. The Wait a minute. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. The human heart is haughty until destroyed. Oh, yeah, I read that one already. But the, the, it's, a, it's a nice alliteration. Three H's in a row. The human heart is haughty until destruction comes. And another, two more H's. Humility goes before honor. Verse, uh, I'm going to read verse 13 again because it's so good. To retort without first listening is folly to work one's own confusion. Yeah, you think you know everything, don't you? Sickness, the, the spirit of man can endure, but when the spirit is broken, who can bear this? Right? That the person with a broken spirit is really in sad shape. Broken spirit, sad shape. Let's continue. The heart of the discerning gains in knowledge. The ear of the wise man searches for knowledge. Yeah, we should be constantly searching for knowledge and not resting on our laurels, on our big fat laurels. A present opens every door for you and wins you access to the great. Oh yeah, is he talking about Jewish bribes here? A present opens every door for you and wins you access to the great. Now, the only drawback here, uh, since I don't have my e-sword open, is the Jerusalem Bible doesn't have the uh, Hebrew words, but uh, it will will proceed without that today. That's the good thing about e-sword, so easily to look up the meanings of the words if you don't know what they mean in the Hebrew. But uh, present often means bribe in the scriptures. The first to plead is a judge to be right. In comes his opponent. Then the trial begins. All I want. All that I want is my day in court. That's all I want. The lot puts an end to disputes and decides between men of power. Well, I'm sure the lot, uh, is he talking about the um, the casting lots? I'm not sure about that. I guess I will have to open the e-sword to get this, uh, get this uh, idea correct here. So Proverbs 18, verse 18. Proverbs 18, 18. Let me scroll down. Ah. And see what it says here. Oh, I've got to open up the uh, concordance version. 1818, the lot, H number 1486, Goral, an unused root. Disappeared off my screen. An unused root meaning to be rough. 
a stone, properly a pebble, that is a lot small stones using for that purpose. So that's what it is. It's actually a reference to the actual pebble. But yeah, lots. So it's, it's drawing lots. And so, uh, understanding the word for sure, the lot puts an end to disputes and decides between men of power. Okay, well, do you want to judge? <laughs> do you want to judge disputes by casting lots? Or shall we reason together? <laughs> okay, let's continue. Brother helped by brother is a front fortress. Friends are like the bars of a keep. When a man's stomach is full, it is the fruit of his own mouth. It is the yield of his lips that fills him. Death and life are in, are in the gift of the tongue. Those who indulge it must eat the fruit it yields. Uh, what, what did Paul say? You will reap what you sow. If you start telling lies about somebody, it's going to come back. It will bite you in the posterior. Who finds a wife finds happiness, receiving a mark of favor from Yahweh. Okay, so search carefully. Search diligently if you need a wife. There's still a few good ones. <laughs> There's still a few good ones left. All right, but most, if they've gone to college, they're not very good. There are very, very few, not just women, but men coming out of college these days that are worth anything. The poor man's language is entreaty. The rich man's answer is harshness. Okay, don't bother me. Don't, <laughs> that's, a, that's a song called, don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> don't call us, that's how the, the rich, they don't need, they're already, <laughs> they're already making big bucks. They don't need your advice. The poor man's language is entreaty. The rich man's answer is harshness. There are friends who lead one to ruin. Others are closer than a brother. Well, choose your friends. What's the old saying? Uh, keep your enemies close. Keep your friends closer. And I'll read this one again. There are friends who lead one to ruin. Others are closer than a brother. There you go. Very good. All right, Proverbs chapter 19. Better a poor man living an honest life than the adept at double talk, <laughs> who is a fool. Oh, you've heard a Jew talking, have you? Where reflection is wanting, zeal is not good. But he who goes too quickly misses his way. Yeah, uh, look before you leap. It is man's folly that spoils his fortunes, yet it is against Yahweh that his heart rages. Okay, well, I mean, if you have your earthly plans and they don't work out, maybe you didn't uh, check whether your plans are lawful <laughs> or wise, right? So don't blame Yahweh if your plans fail. Okay, again, it is man's folly that spoils his fortunes, Yet it is against Yahweh that his heart rages. Okay, don't violate his laws. And pray, you know, pray before you go into a venture. Am I doing the right thing? Cast lots. All right. Wealth multiplies friends. Well, there you go. But the one friend the poor man has is taken from him. Oh, man. 
That's brutal. The one friend the poor man has is taken from him, just like the people at Lahaina, right? Not only was their property taken from them, but their lives. Number five, the false witness will not go unpunished. Oh, the man who utters lies will not go free. Well, even Jeffrey Epstein got caught, but I still, I don't think he, uh, he there's no way he committed suicide. He's he's in Israel and, uh, you know, on the beach. Uh, so all of this, this all, these proverbs only apply to us. The Jews have their own punishment and their own uh, destiny, put it that way. Verse 6, the generous man has many to court his favor. To one who gives, everyone is a friend. There's like that line in the stick song uh, where it says, uh, I have all kinds of friends as long as I'm buying the booze, (laughs) right? Just paraphrasing. It is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury, still less for a slave to govern princes. Oh, what, what do we have now? The, the blacks used to be slaves to the southern plantation owners, and now they rule over us, thanks to the connivances of the Jews? Well, it has come back, hasn't it? Okay. And, yeah, what was it? Uh, another song comes to mind. Uh, uh, a fool and his money, <laughs> a fool and his money are easily parted. A man, verse uh, 11. A man's shrewdness shows in equanimity his self-respect in overlooking an offense. Yeah, people make mistakes. Don't get immediately offended you know sometimes they it's not always deliberate sometimes people just are, are uh, you know in a state of a state of confusion and do stupid stuff like the roaring of a lion the anger of a king but like dew on the grass his favor so whenever somebody does you a favor unless they're looking to get something back from you without letting you know, right? <laughs> hey, I did you this favor. When are you going to pay me back? Well, you didn't say I needed to pay you back. A foolish son is the ruin of his father. Oh, man. A woman's scolding is like a dripping gutter <laughs> or a dripping faucet in modern lingo. From fathers comes inheritance of house and wealth. From Yahweh, a wife who is discreet. Oh, man. A wife who can keep secrets? You know what happens when the girls get together? <laughs> oh, man. They, they, talk about, they talk about their husbands. Oh, Eli did that. Mark did that. Can you believe what they did? He bought a house without telling me. Well, I bought it for you, honey. From fathers comes inheritance of house and wealth. From Yahweh, a wife who is discreet. Idleness lulls a man to sleep. The feckless soul will go hungry. 
Okay, feckless. I used to know what that meant. It's not a very common word, feckless here. There's no point in glossing over this. Let me look up the word feckless. And I I should. I, I know I've looked this word up several times, but I keep forgetting its meaning. (laughs) <laughs> not, it's not reckless. <laughs> it's feckless. Okay, feckless. Lacking initiative or strength of character. Irresponsible. Man, how many people do you know that are like that? Feckless. They're, they don't have any fecks. <laughs> Come on, get some fecks. Get get. get 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 some responsibility going here. Okay, so feckless is irresponsible. Yeah, and that, that irresponsibility can lead to disaster. Well, let's continue here. Okay. Lost my place. I was at, I don't see, oh, there it is. Okay, verse 16. He who keeps the commandment is keeper of himself. But he who despises the word shall die. He'll die sooner. The man who is kind to the poor lends to Yahweh. He will repay him for what he has done. Underline that one, folks. That is Proverbs 19.17. The man who is kind to the poor lends to Yahweh. He will repay him for what he has done. Never assume that your generosity will not be rewarded. Even if you give it to a drunken guy in the gutter, he needs that drink so bad, another drink so bad. It might just, how should I put this, uh, revive his faith in humanity Or it might just buy him another drink. Verse 18. All the while there is hope. Chastise your son. But do not set out to destroy him altogether. We all need chastisement every once in a while. Don't be so proud that you can't accept a little advice or criticism. Verse 19. A violent man lays himself open to a penalty. Spare him and you aggravate your own misfortune. Oh no! Don't punish him. Love the sinner, hate the sin. Be liberal. You should eliminate the death penalty. If you if you didn't have the death penalty, the, the criminal would never do it again. Really? Verse 20, listen to advice, accept correction, to be the wiser in the time to come, (laughs) right? Okay, definitely. When you've made a mistake and somebody tells you, yeah, this is why it didn't work out, pay attention. Other people have have had the experience, right? Uh, Accept the knowledge of other people's experience. It's always worthwhile always worthwhile to get the advice of friends 
to get the advice of a Jew is another thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, plans multiply in the human heart, but the purpose of Yahweh stands firm. Now, this is a very interesting one because we all have hopes and dreams, and we make plans for this and that. And I don't know how many times my plans have ever come to fruition. It seems like all I ever do is just keep on working for one goal after another and none of it works out probably the main reason is because the economy is so bad and then i've got my personal life to take care of you know i gotta make repairs i gotta pay bills blah 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 so in my case what do i do do i find another job so i can make more money or do i continue being a pastor and running websites you know it's not that much money to run websites but it takes a lot of time so so i guess the the lesson is just keep doing what you enjoy doing or what you feel is your duty and if if you keep doing what you enjoy and what your duty is uh, how can you be unhappy a man's attraction lies in his kindness Better a poor man than a liar. Better a poor man than a liar. Your lies will come back to beat you. The fear of Yahweh leads to life. That is, of course, respect. But you also fear his punishment. He, he can be brutal when he punishes you. I'll beat you within an inch of your life. A man has food and shelter and no evil to fear. That's a good one. That's 1923. A man has food and shelter and no evil to fear. What are you complaining about? Into the dish the idler dips his hand, but bring it back to his mouth. He cannot. He's too lazy. He's too lazy to feed himself. And that's really true, folks. I mean, you consider how I mean, I've known some lazy white people in my time. Very, very few. But I've known some really lazy blacks. A couple of them worked for me when I was a contractor in Chicago. And believe me, folks, there's nothing lazier than a black man. Black women are actually... uh, What's the word? Assiduous compared to black men. Black men are too proud to work. And so they'll stand around all day pretending to do stuff, do something, but when they're actually doing nothing. But the Jews have promoted them over us, so we have to... You know, for example, uh, Pastor Dan Johns, when he was living in Michigan, worked at a nuclear power plant. And he was complaining that some black woman was promoted to... Uh, managerial position above him she knew absolutely nothing about nuclear power plants right so he said he complained that woman's gonna kill me one of these days right it's like homer simpson running the nuclear power plant okay strike a mocker and the ignorant will be more wary Correct a man of discernment, and he will listen to reason. 
Okay. Listen to reason. A man of discernment. A man who's fair-minded. Someone who is fair-minded. And of course, wherever you see man, it's, it, can, it means one or a person. Correct a man of discernment and he will listen to reason, hopefully. He who dispossesses his father and drives out his mother is a son as shameless as depraved. That happens. That happens. I just was looking at a story online where a guy who was on the dating show on television, I I forget the name of it. I can't remember the last time I watched television. (laughs) Had to be two years ago, three years ago. Anyway, they have this dating show where a guy, The Bachelor, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and where this guy was dating a woman. She had a child by another man, and they were getting, you know, getting together, having a, a happy life, according to her. And he decided to go on this dating show, and so when you go on these dating shows, the, the relationships get pretty serious, right? So the guy dumped her her old flame, his old flame, for the new flame, and she, and she had a child, and she committed suicide. Now, don't you consider your child, <laughs> right? You committed suicide while having a child to care for? That's taking it way too personally. Anyway, give up listening to instruction, my son, and ignoring what knowledge has to say. Well, yeah, I mean, always listen. Because, uh, I mean, this is true of uh, studying scripture. I can't tell you how many times I've read certain verses and never really gotten the full impact of the verse. You have to read it many times over. Sometimes you totally miss the point. And so uh, this happens all the time in, in reading Scripture. In fact, I just came across this one today where the translation in Paul, uh, I forget which verse, but uh, the translation says, that uh, you are aliens to the law or aliens to Yahweh. And the way that's translated, it could mean anybody. It could mean an Israelite or a non-Israelite. However, the true translation, that they translate that word as a noun when in fact it's a verb. And it should have been translated, you have been alienated from Yahweh. If you are alienated from something, that means you were once connected to it. But if you are a mere alien, that doesn't mean you ever had any connection to it. So these subtle mistranslations, which are deliberate, folks, these subtle mistranslations, which are deliberate, can change the entire meaning of the verse. Okay, something that subtle, uh, translating it as a noun as opposed to a verb, makes a huge difference. Uh, same goes with the word lost in the New Testament, where 
Yahshua says, I come not but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Most people assume that means anybody who's lost. You know, you're lost mentally, you're lost morally, you're, you're, you're lost this way and that way. However, it's actually a very, very specific word, apolumi. It's the difference between uh, having something very, very specific that's lost. Like if you go to the lost and found, you say you lost your diamond ring. And so you're looking for that very specific object, that diamond ring that you lost. You don't go to the lost and found to see whatever is there <laughs> to grab it, right? Apolumi means to put away in punishment. Only Israel was put away in punishment. So the proper translation is exiled. So there are so many ways in which the Judeo-Christian Bible fails us, fails us dramatically. And that's mainly the King James Version, but virtually every other version has the same type of problems because they're influenced by the Masoretes, the Jews who redacted the Hebrew Old Testament and influenced the translation thereby. So a lot of this Jewish influence, most people have no idea that there's so much Jewish influence in the translations. So let's continue. A witness of bad character holds justice in contempt. The mouth of the wicked gorges on iniquity. Well, I guess the witness of bad character is someone who doesn't reveal it or rebuke it. The stick was created for mockers and beating for the backs of fools. Well, didn't Yahshua take a whip to those banksters? Chapter 20, verse 1. Wine is reckless, strong drink quarrelsome, unwise is he whom it seduces. That's for sure. Now, it's very interesting. My dad was a weekend alcoholic. He was Mr. Reliable when he was sober, but then when he was, during the week when he went to work, always showed up for work on time, etc., etc. But on weekends, especially Saturday night, he'd start drinking and he'd become a, a drunken fool, a drunken fool. And he became very quarrelsome, very unwise. Verse 2. Like the roaring of a lion, the fury of a king, whoever provokes his anger wrongs his own life. Well, yeah, be careful who you... Don't, don't poke the bear. It is to a man's honor if he avoids quarrels, but fools never exercise self-control. As we discussed earlier, don't jump to conclusions. Don't accuse people of something that you have no idea whether they did it or not. Just just don't assume that somebody's trying to hurt you. Just don't make that assumption. Just deal with it rationally. Is that asking too much? <laughs> deal with it rationally? No. That's asking too much. Let me repeat this one. It is to a man's honor if he avoids quarrels. If you find out that someone has deliberately 
stabbed you in the back or done something deliberately or even done something stupidly, you know, just bring it up in a gentle manner and, you know, discuss it and, uh, you know, agree that it won't happen again. But fools never exercise self-control. Autumn is over, but the idler does not plow. At harvest time, he looks nothing there. <laughs> okay, well, that's what blacks are like in Africa. Very little planting. They, uh, the women do all the work. The men just loaf around and talk, talk BS. That's a typical African village. And that's why nothing ever gets done. That's why in, what, two million years, if you believe the evolutionists, Negro culture has not advanced at all. No evolution there, folks. No evolution there. Deep in water are the purposes of, in human hearts. Deep is our desire. The discerning man has only to draw them out. Okay, well, what are you best at? Do that. And uh, if that can't make you money, find something else that you're good at. <laughs> right? That's, that's capitalism, folks. If you live under communism, they'll make you do whatever they want, and you won't have any choice. So it's better to be free. It's better to be unhappy and free than to be a slave because you're not going to be happy. It's better to be unhappy and free versus unhappy and a slave. Many describe themselves as kindly men, but who can find a man really to be trusted? A virtuous man whose ways are blameless, happy his children after him. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's all kinds of personal witness of children who had a loving father and uh, what a, a great childhood and upbringing they had because they had a loving father and or a loving mother. Happy is a child that has both. A king enthroned on the judgment seat with one look scatters all that is evil. <laughs> the judge has that evil eye. Are you trying to... Are you lying to me? Judge Judy. <laughs> she, she was good at that. <laughs> she could tell right away when the witness w was pulling her leg, right, so to speak. Okay. What man can say, I have cleansed my heart? I am purified of my sin. Well, we all have bad habits that we haven't completely gotten under control, and therefore, you know, no one can say. And that Paul Paul repeats this. He says, uh, "We are all guilty of something or other." One weight here, another there. Here, one measure, there another. Both alike are abhorrent to Yahweh. Well, who has disproportionate weights and measures, if not the Jew? Even at play, a child reveals whether his actions will be pure and right. Yeah, you can tell a little, the way little children play whether they are honest or insincere. You can see it. And you can see that right away in little kids. 
And when you notice your child being unfair, uh, pull that child aside and straighten them out. Don't don't let that child grow up with that insincerity or that uh, bully, that bully nature. Ear that hears, eye that sees, Yahweh has made both of these. Do not love sleep or you will know poverty. <laughs> okay. I had such a hard time getting up this morning. But you know what gets me up in the morning? Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> Judge Judy, right? <laughs> I had to bring her up because the, the scowl on her face when when a, a witness is lying to her is absolutely precious. It's absolutely precious. Anyway. But let me repeat this. So, yeah, if I don't want to get up out of bed, uh, I just think about coffee. I love that morning cup of coffee. But uh, that's usually all I drink. I just drink one cup a day. I just need that little perk-me-up if, if I'm too lazy to get out of bed. But it is so wonderful to luxuriate in bed when there, you don't have to go to work, right? But those of us who have to work, we call it fleisig of Deutsch. Assiduous in English, that means you, you like to work. You love to work. You don't, it, you don't take it uh, as, you're not too proud to work. There are lazy white people who are too proud to work. It takes a lot to get them going. They need a kick in the behind. All right. Next verse, which is verse number 14. No good, no good, says the buyer. But he goes off congratulating himself. <laughs> Just pre- Well, that's called haggling. The Jews are best at that, right? They will Jew you down until you capitulate. So I can't take any less money for this item. Take it or leave it. And then they they go away laughing. There is gold and profusion of pearls, but lips that speak of knowledge, that is the priceless ornament. Yeah, such as these Proverbs. The vast majority of these proverbs are very good. Take the man's clothes. He has gone surety for a stranger. Seize him to the profit of persons unknown. Okay. This one, I'm not sure what he's trying to say. Take the man's clothes. He has gone surety for a stranger. Well, maybe he's talking about what uh, Judah did when he confronted Tamar, who was playing the whore, and and she asked him, well, what will you give me in payment for my services? And, and he said, well, I'll give you a sheep. I'll give you a whole sheep. And she said, well, what, what kind of surety do I have that you're going to deliver the sheep? How do I know you're not lying to me? So the fool that he was gave her his signet ring, his staff, and bracelet. Can you believe that? He didn't have to give her all three. (laughs) Yeah, that that, that goes to show you, you should carry some money around with you. (laughs) You might get a bargain you never anticipated, and you have to have the cash then and there. 
Okay, let's continue. Seize him to the profit of persons unknown. Okay, so I guess he's talking about must be an evildoer. If you can prevent a man from doing evil, this one's kind of hard to figure out. Anyway, verse 17. A man finds bread sweet when it is got by fraud, but later his mouth is full of grit. (laughs) Yeah, wear your teeth away. Weigh your plans in consultation. With sound guidance, wage your war. Yeah, be circumspect. Take your time. Don't rush into it. Fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Maybe that was Solomon in another passage. The bearer of gossip lets out secrets. Yeah, well, sometimes you accidentally let out your own secrets. (laughs) Unwarily. Oops, I didn't mean to say that. Have nothing to do with chatterers. Chat, 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 chat. Whoever curses father or mother in blackest darkness shall have his lamp snuffed out. Well, and of course, Yahshua made this complaint to the Pharisees because they said that it's nothing. It's just mere chance that I have these two as my parents. And they proceed to uh, demean them accordingly. Well, of course, they're Jews and they can't really help being anything but selfish. But we, we are told repeatedly not to dishonor not only our own mother and father, but the entire seed line that we come from, where it says, honor your father Abraham and your mother Sarah. Property quickly come by at first will not be blessed in the end. Okay, so uh, if you think you got a bargain, <laughs> well, uh, just weigh it in the balance. Okay, you, you never know. You might you might find that. Uh, well, for example, you you finally were able to buy that yacht that you've been looking for. You've been wanting for thirty years. You've saved up enough money. Or you got a new job, or you have a current job that pays well, so you buy the yacht, and then you find out, well, the maintenance on that yacht is $100,000 a year. Oh, no, I bought a problem. So always consider carefully things, you know, of course, it's, if, unless it's a small purchase where like 10 bucks or so, you don't have to worry about it. But let's continue. Do not say, I will repay evil. Put your hope in Yahweh, and he will keep you safe. Yeah, pray to Yahweh if somebody does you an injustice. And it's very difficult to get vengeance. And Yahweh says, vengeance is mine. And you really can't get proper justice that way. And we're supposed to, if somebody does you wrong, if it's an Israelite, You're supposed to confront that person personally, accuse that person, and try to get justice that way. If you can't get justice that way, don't look for vengeance. Pray to Yahweh. Yahweh will take care of it. He will take care of it. Let's continue. 
one weight here, another there. This is abhorrent to Yahweh. False scales are not good. So he, he said that earlier. Unequal weights and measures is an absolute evil. That's how the Jews take advantage of us with their usury. Yahweh guides a man's steps. How could man discern the way he goes? Yeah, well, you never know what's around the corner or in the woods, <laughs> right? Don't go in the woods if you don't have to. So many people get lost in broad daylight, unable to retrace their steps. A man is trapped when he shouts, dedicated, and only begins to reflect after the vow. Well, no matter what your vow, keep it. Yahweh will reward you for keeping the vow. And that even happened to Joshua. Remember, Joshua was confronted by a bunch of Canaanites who were pretending to be poor Israelites, and he he extracted they extracted from him a vow of protection. Okay, but later on he found out they weren't. Israelites and they had hoodwinked him. Nevertheless, he still kept the vow. Those Canaanites never troubled Israel ever after, and they were faithful servants to the Israelites as uh, tributaries until they eventually disappeared, and you know, until eventually Israel uh, no longer had these Canaanites as servants, especially those that were kicked out and became uh, slaves to the Assyrians. And I, I wonder if that relationship continued after the house of Judah came back from Babylon. Not sure. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think the, uh, the those uh, that tribe of Canaanites probably just merged in with the rest of the Canaanites by that time. Anyway, let's continue. A wise king winnows the wicked and makes their spite recoil on themselves. Yeah, well, Solomon was good at that in his youth. Man's spirit is the lamp of Yahweh, searching his deepest self. Yeah, are you a light shining in the darkness? Or are you contributing to the darkness? Kindness and loyalty mount guard over the king. His throne is founded on kindness. Well, that wasn't true of King James. King James was despised by dissenters. He uh, put them to death for dissenting against his rule. And that's why the King James Version was written, commissioned by him, the so-called authorized version, because those who had composed the the, uh, Geneva Bible were critical of his imperiousness and the fact that he was supposed to obey Yahweh's laws The throne was not his personal toy. He was supposed to obey Yahweh's laws, and they pointed it out to him, and he wanted to kill them for making that suggestion. The glory of the young is their strength, the dignity of the old gray hairs. Wounding strokes are good medicine for evil. Blows bring healing to the deepest self. I'm wondering if it's talking about literal blows here. It could be, in some cases, literal you know, a good slap in the face <laughs> to, to, you know, to somebody who's done you wrong. Could do wonders. Whoa! Slap some sense into her or him. 
Chapter 21, with about six minutes left. Like flowing water is the heart of the king in the hand of Yahweh, who turns it where he pleases. Well, if the uh, monarch is open to Yahweh's influence, a man's conduct may strike him as upright. Yahweh, however, weighs the heart. Yeah, we're always upright in our own thinking. But you always have to take into consideration how your actions affect other people, especially the people you love. To act virtuously and with justice is more pleasing to Yahweh than sacrifice. That's a good one. That's chapter 21, verse 3. To act virtuously and with justice is more pleasing to Yahweh than sacrifice. Verse 4, haughty eye, proud heart, lamp of the wicked, nothing but sin. Verse 5, the hardworking man is thoughtful and all is gain. Too much haste and all that comes of it is want. And here is, I mean, here's, there's a lot of wisdom in this. Assiduousness, hard work, that uh, number one, it breeds character it eliminates haughtiness because if your if your prosperity comes from hard work rather than usury, right? Then you appreciate what you have gained and earned. And of course, the Bible says that we are entitled to keep what we have earned, and no one should take it from you, especially the government, especially the Jewish usurers. And uh, that is true of the European. Hard-working people throughout, you know, the last 2,000 years, they would work hard, build up equity in their property, and, uh, you know, and, and just be honest and faithful, honest, faithful, and true toward one another. Very rare uh, in the old world was it. Of course, these people were not super rich, so they, they didn't have a lot to lose. But if their prosperity is gained by farming, uh, ranching, you know, carpentry, uh, locksmithing, whatever, okay, if that's how you make your living it, through honest work, that builds character. If you don't build a fortune, if you build a fortune the other way by cheating people, well, you're going to wind up, you can have a lot of sleepless nights, put it that way. At least for a white person. Jews, I don't think the Jews sleep. They just, <laughs> they sleep with one eye open, <laughs> fearing whether we'll ever wake up, right? And I think they're they're having more and more sleepless nights these days because they see, they can see we're waking up. When they pulled off the COVID caper, that woke a lot of people up. So, it either killed you, or it woke you up. By the way, I, uh, last night I gave the warning about the Marburg virus. They're planning one more round, uh, probably more after that. If you take another jab, you're a fool. Do not take the Marburg jab. It's even worse than the previous jabs. The Marburg jab is designed to work with 5G. So they can manipulate you with 5G. So do not take the Marburg jab. Absolutely do not. 
Oh, well, here it goes. Uh, just what I was talking about, the opposite of the hard worker. Verse 6 says, To make a fortune with the help of a lying tongue, such the idle fantasy of those who look for death. Of course, that applies to us because these rules do not apply to the Jews. They have a, a, a totally different destiny. Unlike what John Hagee says, the Jews have their own path to heaven. No, <laughs> they have a one-way ticket to hell. They're not getting into the kingdom. No way. But of course, he's just one of their puppets. Verse 7, the marauding of the wicked entraps them through their refusal to do what is right. Sooner or later, it will catch up with you. The way of a felon is devious. The conduct of the innocent, straightforward. Better the corner of a loft to live in than a house shared with a scolding woman or a scolding anybody, a, a disagreeable person. The wicked man's soul is intent on evil. He looks on his neighbor with dislike. That was verse 10. So I'm going to end it there. Actually, 1, 11, verse 11. When a mocker is punished, the ignorant man grows wiser. When a wise man is instructed, he acquires more knowledge. Again, if you are open to uh, chastisement or a suggestion even, and don't take it in a negative manner, you know, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is always for your benefit, okay? And you should take it as such. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. I won't have time today to take questions because I have to get ready for our congregation in Springfield today. So, nevertheless, I had fun doing this. The Proverbs are really good stuff. Thanks for listening, and take care, everybody. And please do not uh, reject... Yeah, well-intentioned criticism. 